The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Join now and mybookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. Use the promo code SGP50 to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win and get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only app that puts all the knowledge you need to make smart bets in the palm of your hand. Access line movement and public betting trends in real time and track your picks by using their My Picks feature. So head over to betql.co where you can download it for free. And finally, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Oddshark. Oddshark provides you free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff with data-driven editorial content. So make sure you follow Oddshark on Twitter at Oddshark and check them out at www.oddshark.com. Hello and welcome to your Monday edition of World Cup 247, coming off a massive weekend of World Cup action where we got to see all of the favourites and we got to see most of them fail. I mean, the impression here in England is basically that we're pretty much going to fucking win the World Cup, but that's always the way it usually is anyway. There actually wasn't that kind of feeling going in where we kind of felt that this was more of a transitional year to breeding these youngsters and give them an opportunity on the big stage and maybe in four years' time we'll be in a good position to actually challenge for it. But fuck it now, after seeing all of these favourites play, um, maybe England have got a decent shout. But the team that really will be thinking that they have a decent shout right now is is Belgium, who are probably going to come out on top of England's group. And um, yeah, they, they, they could be the team that put out a standout performance because there's always one team on week one that puts out a standout performance. And although it was Russia who who started the tournament with a 5-0 win, um, it, they're, they're definitely not going to win the competition. And none of the favourites have put out that standout performance. It could be argued that Portugal and Spain both stood out in a game against each other and will just trounce their opposition, which is Morocco and Iran. But... The others didn't look good at all. I, from the very start, if you go back and listen to the preview shows with Jeff Cohen, if you listen to the show where I came on with um, Ryan and Sean, I did not fancy this German side who came in in really bad form. And I certainly did not fancy this one-man team Argentina side. Certainly didn't fancy any of those two. Completely wrote them off. And I stand by that now. I still think it's between... Spain, Brazil and Belgium as I did all along. I also didn't think France would have a chance because I just don't like um, Didier Deschamps as a manager. He he bottled it, um, as, I, as we like to say, uh, going into the finals of the European Championships. And um, Roberto Martinez is a bit of a bottle job as well, but I do feel that Belgium have slightly more quality than this, than this France team. Um, Whereas, whereas France have good players in, in every position, Belgium have 
absolute world-class players in certain position. Uh, two world-class defenders. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne might be the best playmaker in the world. Romelu Lukaku is a goal machine. Uh, Eden Hazard is one of the best wide players in the world. So, and, and Courtois and goal as well. So, yeah, it's 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 hard to um, it's hard to call at the moment um, because obviously no one has started brilliantly. Brazil looked devoid of ideas today against Switzerland, just resorted to, to diving around. Um, they have got world-class players, though, so you do still expect them to progress through the group, which has got Serbia in it and um, and, and Serbia and Switzerland, who are really the main competition there. After seeing Serbia play today, you really have to think that it's going to be between them and Switzerland. And that point for Switzerland could be vital. Germany, on the other hand, are in big big trouble. They may be suffering from the curse of coming into this competition as the holders. Now, this is a very interesting stat, and I didn't really bring it up in any of the build-up shows, but 75% of the winners, the three out of the last four, have failed to get out of the group stage the following year. So, it happened to France, it happened to Italy, and last time out, it happened to Spain, who started with a 5-1 defeat against Holland when they were trying to defend the World Cup. I just really didn't think it would happen to the reliable German side. However, they're in big trouble now, because they're going to need to go out there, and they're going to need to beat Korea and Sweden in order to qualify from this group. And Mexico are in a really good position now to to go on and win this group because you have to fancy that Mexico could avoid a defeat against Sweden and probably beat South Korea. So a lot of stuff has gone down that may have thrown a lot of bets out of the window. Um, fortunately, as I said, I have tipped Croatia to win the Argentina group and wasn't very high on the Germans. Yes, I said they probably would win the group, but not with three wins. And uh, they, they could still win the group. Mexico could lose to Sweden or they could get two draws against Korea and Sweden and Germany would get two wins and, and go through. There's a lot of permutations around. But at this point in time, Germany and Argentina are in slight trouble in terms of getting through this group because Argentina, of course, have drawn the easiest game in that group. They now need to get a win against Nigeria and possibly avoid a defeat against Croatia to come second in that group. But uh, that Croatia-Argentina 1-2 at 9-2, plus 450, looking really, really good at the moment. So if we have a look at the games that are coming up, today or, or tomorrow rather because this is the Monday preview but you'll be listening to this on Sunday over in the US uh, we have Sweden going up against South Korea and then we have Belgium versus Panama and then we have the big one for us over here in England England versus Tunisia as the late game look at the odds of Sweden and South Korea first kicks off at 1pm UK time um, 11 to 10 on Sweden, 21 to 10 on South Korea, and 100 to 30, sorry, 21 to 10 on the draw, and 100 to 30 on South Korea. Now, this one is likely to be a tight game. No one really here has tons and tons of uh, attacking prowess. Interestingly enough, the best player on the pitch will be Song of Tottenham, and he plays for South Korea. But at the end of the day, I think this t this match is really going to centre around the defenders 
in this game and, and, and that Swedish defence. Uh, I do fancy Sweden to win this game. I do fancy Sweden to win this game, probably to nil. But more than anything, at minus 200, I fancy under two and a half goals. I think Sweden are going to keep this tight. They're going to have two men on Son of Tottenham. Um, there isn't really too much quality elsewhere in the South Korea team. And this defence of Lindelof and Lusting and Olsen and, and people like that will be able to possibly shut down Korea through through most of this game. But it wouldn't surprise me if Sweden, obviously they have chosen not to take Zlatan Ibrahimovic, do fail to score themselves. That's why I'm going for the under two and a half goals over Sweden. But I think anyone wins this game, it will be Sweden. Sweden have won seven of the last 10 of the competitive matches. Um, like I said, Granqvist and Lindelof as centre-back pairing is is quite formidable. Uh, they'll be relying on Emil Forsberg possibly to create something for them, but um, not expecting a, a gluttony of, of goals here in any way, um, especially your main attacking A world-class player, hardly in the shop window here in this World Cup for um, for loads of clubs to, to snap up and I doubt, everyone, I doubt anyone's even really having a look at him. Uh, South Korea come into this having lost four of their last six World Cup matches as well. Um, on the subject of Marcus Berg, note he has scored eight goals in qualifying. However, Sweden did come through a relatively simplistic group. So I think I'm leaning towards Sweden here, but... I think the bet has to be under two and a half goals if you actually want to win some money. Obviously, it's been a mixed bag so far. We actually came into the Brazil and Germany game well, well up. We went 100% on Friday. We went uh, three and two on Saturday and we had a two and two split on Sunday. This coming off the 0-1 start, obviously, with the Russia game. So it's been mixed so far with the with the favourites starting quite poorly. However, in spite of that, to, to have that record of eight and five so far from everything that we've put out. So eight and five, I, I, I'll, I will take that. Um, obviously, as... As some of you guys may point out, some of those some of those odds are under minus ten, or, or sorry, a little slightly worse than minus ten. So I'm not claiming a three unit profit off the back of that. We we are just very very narrowly up from this World Cup at the moment, and obviously it hasn't been a monumental profit. But let's wait and see because we still have all those futures that we gave out at the start from the other podcasts, and hopefully. After as week one develops or, or concludes um, in the next couple of days, we will start seeing more of a pattern, uh, and we will start to seeing teams that will be more desperate for results. For example, it's highly unlikely that next time out Brazil are going to let you down again. Uh, Germany's game becomes must win, and then a lot of those scenarios where. Uh, we expected, or some people expected, the likes of Spain and Germany and Brazil and Argentina to, to maybe go into the final games with two wins and rest players. That's not going to happen. That None of the favourites have started overwhelmingly well enough for them to rest any players or anything. So it's very, very interesting because it looks like a lot of this group stuff is going to run right until the end. And of course... 
As per usual, everything that we give out here is over on mybookie.ag, the official sponsor of the SGP. And if you're looking for the best odds, if I give out odds on here uh, from from things that I've seen on the on the UK odds markets, uh, which I use Odds Checker. If you want to check it out in the states, go to Odd Shark. Odd Shark's also a sponsor of the SGP. Find the best odds over at Odd Shark to correlate to anything that we do give out over here on the. World Cup 247 show. So moving on to the second game, and it's England's World Cup opponents or or future opponents and uh, potential group winners, Belgium, going up against Panama. Not really loads that you can do with this one, seeing as Belgium are going into the game as one to six favourites, and it's seven to two for any other result other than a Belgium win. Um, so that's not even worth looking into because Belgium will win this game. Um, Belgium did thump Costa Rica going into this and that was kind of their warm-up game for Panama. They beat them 4-1 and Costa Rica are probably a better side than what Panama are. Um, I like loads of bets here um, that, that, that entail Belgium absolutely spanking Panama and getting off to a really solid start. Uh, Belgium over two and a half team goals is six to five. That's a plus 120 over there. Belgium to win by more than two goals. So that would mean they would need to win by three goals is uh, two to one. And uh, Belgium to win minus one is just slightly under even minus 125 to six over here. Um, That's the one I would like. Uh, I expect Lukaku to score as well. Lukaku to score any times at even money. Um, yeah, so, so a few bits and pieces there, but I think anything that you can get uh, of Belgium scoring more than two goals, uh, Belgium minus one, obviously, is safer than minus two, but don't be surprised if it is minus two. Uh, Lukaku to score. I'm expecting this Belgium side to put out the standout performance. I'm expecting De Bruyne and Lukaku and Hazard and all these names to shine in this group stage. And um, just like they did in the European Championships and possibly come unstuck. However, depending on um, on how, how everything pans out, if Brazil do end up winning the group and Belgium do, winning up, do end up winning this group, they are on a collision course. Now, when people talk about, or when I talk about Belgium being bottle jobs or you know, failing at the at the final hurdle or whatever, or however however you want to say it. I wouldn't think that going up against Brazil really qualifies as that because Belgium notoriously fail as a favourite. So it'll be very interesting to see how much pressure there is on them if they do meet Brazil and they go into the game as an underdog, which they will, because I would fancy Belgium to be able to hold their own there because Brazil did not look good today against Switzerland. Switzerland did exactly that against Spain in a friendly, although the goal was a lot luckier than it was today. It was another mistake by by David De Gea, who also made another mistake against Portugal, obviously, as we all saw on Friday in what was the game of the tournament. But, um, you know, very, very interesting now. It's all eyes will be on Belgium tomorrow to see if they can be the first big team to make a real statement. And they're up against the right team to do it. Um, I'm thinking that it's going to be three or four nil to Belgium tomorrow. You can also take Belgium to nil, uh, a solid defence there. They've got um, Boyata, if company doesn't play, uh, Alderweireld, 
and Vertonghen as well. So you have a Tottenham combination there as well. Courtois and goal. I'm not expecting them to concede. And Belgium to win with a clean sheet is at 8 to 11 as well. So you can take Belgium at 8 to, eight, eight to 11 there. Um, Belgium minus one at 5 to 6. Um, 2 to 1 if you want to go to minus 2. Lukaku to score at evens. So loads of stuff for this game. As I said, all centering around Belgium making a big statement tomorrow. Now let's have a look at England finally. So England against Tunisia, the game that everybody over here will be mainly interested in. Um, Tunisia are as big as eight to one to win this game. The draw is seven to two and England are available at one to two best price, four to nine where I'm looking. Again, as I said, take a look at Odd Shark. All the best odds for all the bookies is over there and everything we're giving out over here, you will be able to find at the sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast, mybookie.ag. Use the code SGP50 for a 50% deposit bonus if you are opening an account with mybookie.ag. I don't know what you're waiting for because we have been plugging that here on the EPL show and on the World Cup show since the start. So you should all have your mybookie.ag accounts by now. So England, Tunisia. England. England are notoriously poor starters in the group stage. England have only won their opening match twice since 1970, and one of those was actually against Tunisia in uh, 1998, that was. And then in uh, 2006, England managed to uh, get a 1-0 win against Paraguay with an own goal. However, the last two World Cups, 2010, England didn't win there. They fluffed their lines against the US when um, Roy Carroll made that embarrassing error against the States. And then uh, last time out, we all saw that England had an absolutely disastrous World Cup campaign, losing their first two games to Italy and Uruguay. But going into this tournament, uh, everything is looking quite good. As I said at the top of the show, a lot of it centers around embedding the young players. Uh, he hasn't taken any of the old guard here. This really is a tournament where it seems like England are looking to the future and possibly trying to challenge in four years' time. However, we do have players here that are all playing in the Champions League. Loads of Tottenham players, loads of Man City players, a few United players in there as well. So... What am I expecting in this game? Well, I'm expecting Tunisia to park the bus. That's what they, they seem to do. They hadn't lost for a year before they lost to Spain in a friendly just before the World Cup, but they only lost that game 1-0. So they are defensively solid, as are England. Seven of England's last eight games have seen fewer than three goals. So the under 2.5 will look really good here, more so than anything else. Um, three of these eight games ended 1-0 to England and four of Tunisia's last six matches have seen fewer than three goals. Um, England have kept a clean sheet in six of their last eight outings, conceding only two, but scoring eight at the other end. So two teams here who defend really well. Um, I, I definitely don't expect England to concede a goal in this game against Tunisia. So I think it's going to be a case of England winning 1-0 or, or, or not winning at all. So I like England to win the game and to two and a half and under two and a half goals together at two to one. So that one is a really good bet. I don't normally give out something as big as that, but I really don't see England 
coming out and trouncing this team 3-0. If England do win 3-0, you would lose that bet. England are quite solid at minus 200, but just the under two and a half individually as well looks like a decent bet in this game. I'm just going to try and find you a price for it. Yeah, so that one is available at five to six, minus 120 for under two and a half goals. And... Um, they're also playing out minus 220 for over as well. So that's a five to six, five to six there. Usually you get a minus 110 on both. So probably looking in the wrong place. Like I said, if you come across something like that, use odds checker, use odd shark over in the States. Make sure you get the best possible price. But there are decent prices available for under two and a half goals. And that's what I think will happen in this game. If you do think, if you don't want to take England and under two and a half goals together, and you do think there is a potential for... England to, to trounce this team. You can take England to win to nil at six to five. So that does give you the one nil, two nil, all the potential three nil. But trust me, I go to every single England full of goals at the moment. They just haven't found it. Yes, in the Premier League, the likes of Sterling and Harry Kane are scoring goals for fun. However, they haven't quite put it together yet, these young players. And you have to also think at the same time, someone like Raheem Sterling will be playing with Kevin De Bruyne. Um, Deli Ali and Harry Kane are playing alongside Christian Eriksen at Tottenham. Uh, someone like Jesse Lingard is playing alongside Matic and Pogba. Not that Pogba's really had a great season at all. So a lot of these players in this England team are accompanied by world-class international players sitting alongside them. So that's often the problem with England with so much foreigners, foreign players in our league. Um, it doesn't really give you a real indication of how good England are until they come to a major tournament. However, as I said, the clean sheet record that I mentioned earlier speaks for itself. And one thing is worth mentioning, whilst they did have all of those clean sheets as well, they weren't against bums they have they have played games against the likes of germany brazil and italy and they did keep clean sheets against germany and brazil as well so it's very very interesting to see how england fare tomorrow but what i'm expecting out of this game is very much a similar thing to what i said for the argentina iceland game and a lot of the games that we've seen against these smaller teams against the bigger teams where the small team just sit back and say come on then Break us down. We're going to put five men at the back. We're going to put another four men in midfield and we're going to leave one guy up top. Come and break us down. Come and find an unbelievable pass to one of our world-class players to see if you can finish things off. Um, and that's exactly how Argentina scored. They ended up passing the ball through to a world-class player, Sergio Aguero, who, who amazingly turned and finished. And that can be the difference. And... If you haven't got those world-class players who are performing on the day, sometimes these teams can be difficult to break down. So England will be reliant on the likes of Harry Kane and, and Sterling and, and Dele Ali to create and take chances and possibly even just one, which would be enough. Because once they score, it totally changes the game. Argentina really should have gone on and won that game comfortably because Iceland are not comfortable from playing from behind. And had it not been for Willy Caballero, who should not be the Argentina keeper, absolutely making a clown out of himself and just flapping at everything, um, Iceland wouldn't have scored there. And it would have been very difficult for Iceland to come back into that game if Argentina hadn't made an error just, just five minutes later. 
So guys, that's the that's the show done for Monday's World Cup fixtures. As I said, we are sitting at eight and five for the picks on World Cup two four seven, but. A lot of the futures are still looking good. We will be able to run through those again once all the group stages are done. See what we're sitting at with our with our units and our and our profits at that time. Hopefully, we are not sitting on any losses. So we are looking for the likes of Germany and Brazil to get their shit together at least in terms of the group stages. And then after that, obviously, we're hoping to see. Some of our favourites like Spain go on and um, progress in this competition. Obviously, as I said, we do want Spain, uh, Belgium and Brazil all to be in the quarterfinal stage. We want England in the quarterfinal stage as well. But we do want our group winners to progress as group winners. We do want our last place teams to come last. And we do want some of our underdogs to come through as well. And as I said, Croatia were always a big one for me and that's looking really really good for them to finish first and Argentina to finish second providing Argentina can get their stuff together but tomorrow it's all about England and Belgium that's what we'll be looking at and as I said the main thing that we may be talking about tomorrow uh, not probably here in England but around the world is the statement that I believe Belgium are going to make against Panama so let's see if we'll be talking about that on Tuesday's show I've been Billy you've been listening to World Cup 247 on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Don't forget to follow the Twitter account. This is a brand new feed from the guys at the Sports Gambling Podcast, Ryan and Sean. So the Twitter account is at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. It's not the SGPN and then networks. That will be two ends. It's at the SGP Network. Of course, one last thing. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. You don't just get all the World Cup 247s. You get other content from the likes of Colby and Christian Pina. Rate, review and subscribe at subscribe the sgpn.com that's subscribe dot the sgpn.com i'll be back again as i said earlier with all of the matches from tuesday where we will begin the action in group f which will feature the likes of colombia and senegal and we'll also have a group a game tomorrow as well which will be our second chance to see the host nation, Russia. They will be playing on Tuesday night, and they will be going up against Egypt, who will win a must-win situation. When That will definitely see the return of Mo Salah starting in the Egypt team. So, lots of big stuff to come throughout this entire World Cup. It's been a really, really good start, to be honest. It's been full of attacking football, full of underdogs barking, full of unbelievable goals. Uh, the stars are shining. Unless your name is Lionel Messi, of course, who put in possibly the worst performance of his career. So stay tuned for more. I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening, guys, and good luck with all of your bets.